Howdy ho, you beautiful sons of bitches. How you doing? Good to see ya. Welcome to the Double M Ben Variety Show, ladies and gents. How we doing on this fine Sunday? It's good to have you here. Mm. Sundays are always nice, you know, especially now. We're in the lockdown. Everyone's like, oh, I've got to go to work tomorrow. Dude, I don't want to fucking do it. You know, I've got to go see my boss, you know, who's banging the secretary and, you know, keeps um, sexually assaulting everyone and doing this Me Too shit. Well, guess what? You don't have to put up with that anymore. You're in your house. You don't have to deal with a pencil-pushing boss. You don't have to deal with any of that shit because you're locked down. It looks like we're going to be locked down for another four weeks. How fun is that? Having fun yet? You enjoying this? Because remember how they're like, oh, it's only going to be two weeks and then look what happened. You just wear your mask and stay inside. What's the worst that can happen? It's not like we're going to be in here indefinitely. Well, things change, don't they? Right? <clears throat> they do. And now in four weeks, Victoria got out of it. And meanwhile, all, all these fucking, you know... Sky News, uh, all these other, you know, politicians are like, fucking Dan Andrews, he's not handling this well at all. Look, doesn't matter how you feel about uh, whatever political side you take, liberal, labor, left, right, who gives a shit? The point is, I think we can all agree that Daniel Andrews has been treated like he's Osama Bin Laden in the media. I, objectively, you can just think that. Doesn't matter who you watch or who tells you whatever information, you can agree that that guy has been dragged through the mud. Has he made mistakes? Yeah, obviously. They all be well, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure no politician in this entire COVID outbreak or crisis or pandemic, whatever the fuck you want to call it, I don't care. You know, I'm sure in, there is no politician out there that has gotten it perfect. There's just none, no matter what side you take, alright? Some have, you know, made more mistakes than others, you know, but hey. Some others AKA Dan Andrews, get treated like shit. They get treated horrible, you know? But the point is, no matter how much your boss treats you like shit, slaps you on the ass, drops some documents on your table being like, get this done by Monday. And even when it's like Friday, 5 p.m., you ain't gotta do that shit no more. You ain't gonna do it. You know why? Cause you're at home. You're at home and you ain't going nowhere. All right, cause if you do, you're in some deep shit. And we don't want that. You don't want to be that person where everyone's like, oh, it was that one person who decided to illegally cross the border. I've got to go visit me mum in Melbourne. Got to go give her her, uh, her medicine. If she doesn't have it, she's going to have herself a heart attack. Everyone's got their reasons. Everyone has their reasons. But sometimes, just don't break the law. Don't break the law, you know? Speaking of law breaking, let's get on to the juicy topic that is gonna get us into... Hmm. When is anything on this podcast not controversial or not heated? Anyway, let's just jump into the fire here. The protests. The protests. Great. I'm sure this isn't going to piss a few people off with uh, 
what I'm about to say. Um, let's go over it quickly before we start, you know, uh, getting our opinions out there, you know. So, okay. Protests. Um, thousands marched through Sydney on Saturday. This was last Saturday. Uh, so we're recording this on the 31st, so that was last Saturday. Uh, thousands marched through Sydney on Saturday to demand an end to lockdown measures with smaller demonstrations taking place in Melbourne and Brisbane. At least 57 people involved in the Sydney protest have been charged, while more than 500 have been fined. Gladys Picklenose Berejiklian said the protesters should be ashamed. Millions and millions of people across our state are doing the right thing. And it just broke my heart that people had such a disregard for their fellow citizens, she told reporters. Um, right. Scott Morrison uh, has been criticised for Australia's vaccine program, has promised more doses in New South Wales, yada, yada, yada. Yep, we have beat that. We've, be we've, sorry, we've beaten that. Yeah, we've beaten that. Beaten is in the sense of we fucking covered that already, all right? Don't want to sound like a broken record, but there's a few problems that he's created. But we've talked about that. So I don't need to run over that again. Okay. Um, he also branded those who took part in Saturday's demonstrations selfish and self-defeating, saying the protest only risked the lockdowns running further. Warning shots, people. Don't fuck around. Um, okay. Where's the next article that I need to read out? Um, here we go. Alright, <clears throat> this is a good segue into what I'm about to say, because I'm going to get in whatever. Shut up, Ben, just carry, carry on with the fucking article reading. Okay, amazing outcry. Crime Stoppers receives 10,000 calls after anti-lockdown protests. 10,000. New South Wales Police said Crime Stoppers has received over 10,000 reports in what they've dubbed an amazing outcry. Over Sydney's anti-lockdown protest over the weekend. Weekend. Um, right. So essentially, people were uh, giving away people that they knew, or people who were colleagues, friends, maybe even family. Yeah, family. They were they were giving away the the details of the people who they knew that went to those protests. So. Right, I'm gonna, let's, let's talk, let's talk, let's have a chat, shall we? We should have a talk about this. Um, you know, uh, I hate talking about hot button issues. I really do, I just don't, I don't enjoy it. Um, I don't, it, like, politics in of itself is just very divisive. It's become very tribalistic. Um, people have their, they have their alignments and they're married to their ideas and beliefs and it's so hard nowadays to challenge people on that. Um, so that's politics in of itself, but when you get into certain aspects of politics in the world, um, that's even more divisive and tribalistic and one of those aspects is COVID and lockdowns so it's um it's one of those things whenever I've made like a video on 
these kind of issues, it's always met with I love it or I hate it. And usually you get both. So it's divided. You get people calling you like a bootlicker or you get called misinformed or people praise you for sending the right message. People praise you for, you know, calling out the mistakes that were made uh, during outbreaks. So, you know, it's just, it's fucking, it's essentially you're arousing emotion through these kind of topics. And I originally was like, uh, this is kind of last week's news. Let's not talk about it. But I need to say something that hasn't been said yet. But my initial thoughts on the protests were, look, at the end of the day, we live in a democracy and a free country. I know I'm using the most generalized terms and I'm painting with a broad brush and I sound like kind of an idiot, but it's, am I wrong? Am I wrong? I do, we, we live in that society, right? We have, well, you know, free speech, that's, that's a different discussion. I think that's obviously seeing its final days. But from what I can remember, people can protest, right? Doesn't matter what it's for, doesn't matter whether you agree with it or not, doesn't matter if you think it's the best or the worst thing in the world, people are allowed to protest. People were allowed to protest over George Floyd, rightfully so. People were allowed to protest over the election fraud at the Capitol, even though that turned ugly, as did the George Floyd stuff. I'll get to that a bit later. Point is, people are allowed to protest. They just are. It's... It doesn't matter. They just... They are. Now, I don't think the protest that happened on Saturday was the best time to do it. I don't think it... Because we're in a lockdown. Um, You know, we're all meant to stay inside. There were worries of cases spreading. And if you saw the photos... Let's go... Let's look at this. Let's look at the photos real quick before I continue on. Like, look how many fucking people there are. Right? So you can understand why people thought that was fucking stupid. Because there are a lot of people. Right? Look at this. Look at this shit. Jesus Christ. I haven't seen this many people in an Australian protest in Yonks. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. See, there's shitloads of people. So, you know, if you're watching, you can see me putting up the photos. If you're listening, then we're just looking at a bunch of... Like, the the, the crowd that went to this fucking protest. And there's thousands of them. Tens of thousands. Six thousands. However, however fucking many. I don't know the numbers. Mm. So, look. I don't know if it was the best time to do it. We're in a lockdown... We're in a crisis, and apparently, according to the latest COVID reports, um, a lot of it was linked to that protest. Now, before we continue on, I'm going to make sure that is, from what I've read, I'm I'm 95% sure that's right. Um, Because, you know, I don't want to make the wrong claim here and get fucking called out, so let's, let's, come on. Expected to rise. Okay. Did they rise though? 
Let's see. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I don't mean to keep stopping. You guys are like, can you just fucking carry on with it? Jesus, I'm trying to make a point here. So, oh, shut up. I don't want to hear your fucking voice, Brad Hazard. Um. Oh, God, where is it? Bear with me, people. Where the hell is it? <clears throat> I can't find shit. I know it's around here somewhere, though. So that's my confirmation bias. I know I'm right! Um, people are ending up in hospitals. Fuck, that's not good. Oh, fucking hell. Where is this shit? I know I saw it. Anyway. Anyway, I'm fucking moving on. I can't find it. I'm not going to keep wasting time. I keep saying so on. People are like, can you just carry the fuck on? And I agree. Let's move on. But the point is, is that people were afraid through um, that happening, that the cases were going to spread, that the cases were going to go out, that, you know, it was going to cause more case numbers to rise, right? So it's understandable why, why people were pissed off. People were pissed off anyway because, you know, Everyone was like, oh, they're just all anti-vaxxers who don't believe in lockdowns and they think Bill Gates are going to fucking put a chip in them and all that stuff. Um, so, a lot of labels were thrown on these people. Um, <clears throat> a lot of shit went down. Now, I've given you the brief. I've given you the rundown of what happened. Now, let's give, let me give you my thoughts on it. I'm going to say something that I'm not allowed to say. It's probably going to get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it. Because um, I know I don't like saying things just to, you know, get me to fit in with the group think. Um, this is what I think. Okay. <clears throat> People are allowed to protest with things that you don't agree with. Now, I don't think... It was the best time to be protesting, so I wasn't in support of it. Here's the other thing. Not everything in the world is as simple as a fucking label. Not everything can have a label thrown on it being like, you're an anti-vax, you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're a right-wing, you're a left-wing, whatever the fuck. Sometimes situations aren't as simplistic as you want them to be. Do you follow me? They're not as simple as you want them to be. Now, I have seen all over social media people saying things like fucking anti-vaxxers, fucking anti-lockdown people, conspiracy theorists, right-wingers. Now, I have no doubt that those kind of people were there. In fact, they fucking were there. There were, there, were, there were quite a few of them. But, not all of them were that. Do you know who everyone there was? A lot of people were. Do you know who those... The people who were standing around doing the protests, do you know who they were? A lot of them, I would bet you, were people who just lost a business, people who were out of money, people who were starving, people who have 
nothing left. People whose mental health is on the line, people who are anxious, stressed, depressed, the lockdown is really fucking affecting them in a negative, negative way. And now, <clears throat> they're at a point where they just can't fucking take it anymore. They can't do it. So they find belonging with these people who are also um, getting affected by the lockdowns. And they join in because they feel like they've got a group. They feel like they've got a connection. Doesn't mean they're right. Doesn't mean the pro what they did was right. I'm not supporting what they did. But you can't just throw labels on it being like, you're just a fucking anti-vaxxer. You're just a fucking right-winger. Yeah, you're just all fucking right-wing lunatics. It's not as simple as that. People are allowed to do things that you don't agree with. I don't, I wasn't at the protest. I don't agree with it. But I, just these fucking labels and the simplification of it all. It's not as simple as you think. People do dumb shit when they're anxious and stressed, especially when they're fucking broke and they don't know when they're going to get any money. People do stupid, stupid fucking shit. Let me tell you from experience. Trust me, people do dumb shit when they're in a bad place. They do. They do, and people are frustrated, man. They, they, they feel like the government has let them down. They feel like, you know, that they, they, they're going to go out there and they're going to make a difference because they have nothing left. You can't... Not all these people, but like, you know, a lot of these people are probably... Like, a lot of them, they, they're just people who want a sense of fucking belonging. And again, I know this is going to get so massively downvoted. I know people are going to lose their fucking minds because they think I su that I'm supporting them. I'm not supporting them. What I'm saying is, is that it's not as simple as it seems. Not everyone there thought that when they get the vaccine, they're going to get fucking Alzheimer's or they're going to fucking become Bill Gates' slaves. They're just there because they've got nothing left and they feel like they've been let down by the community. They feel like they've been let down by the government because they've got nothing left. And these people who are throwing labels on these people, it's like, no, they're just fucking... F they're done. they got nothing left. They're done. And yeah, what they did doesn't mean what they did was right. I'm not saying what they did was right. I need to stress that point. What they did was fucking stupid. But they're not all these anti-vaxxers, right-wingers. They're just people who are fucking angry and feel like they can't have a life. And their mental health is... On another fucking planet. You know what I'm saying? Do you follow me here? You know, it's... Oh, it's just fucking annoying to see people throw labels on everything and just say like, Yeah, they're just, you know... Yeah, they're all a bunch of... Uh, Right-wing people. Alt-right. Yeah, that's what they are. It's like... Some of them were, I bet. But a lot of them were just people who were fucking fed up. Felt like their lives had been taken away from them. You gotta remember, people gotta feed families, people got businesses, people gotta work. And when that's when people's livelihoods are taken away from them, that fucks with a person's psyche. The one of the best and most smartest things I have ever heard come out of a comedian's mouth was Dave Chappelle. Take away a man's livelihood, you've just killed him. Or something, I'm gonna look it up real quick. He said something about you take away a man's livelihood, you, you, you've you kill a part of him, essentially. I'm looking this up. Fuck, I'm looking up a lot today, aren't I? Uh, uh, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, take it away. 
A man's livelihood is akin to killing him. So when you take away someone's work or someone's business, they've got nothing left, and they've got a family to feed, and they've got no way to provide, people do dumb shit. It's not as simple. I'm not encouraging that they break the law, because I'm going to get into that in a sec for what they fucking did. Don't worry. I'm not letting these people off the fucking hook. Don't worry. I'm just getting pissed off with everyone on social media and their reactions and how simple they think it is. Yeah, it was fucking dumb. But people have lost shit, so they go and do dumb shit. I'm not encouraging this kind of behavior, but you've got to understand that the, the world is not as fucking simple as you make it out to be. It's a lot more nuanced. It's a lot more complicated. These, these labels nowadays in politics and culture, it's it, 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 like these fucking words, these buzzwords like left, right, sexist, racist, homophobic, transphobic, all this shit, you know, anti-vax, you know, you're a goddamn Marxist, boy, all that shit, it just, <clears throat> just takes away the nuance of things in the world. That's really fucking annoying. Because it's not as simple as that. Yes, what they did was dumb. You can't... I'm sorry. Listen. Yes, you can protest about what you want. Probably didn't protest about, about what you're protesting about at the right time. But you still have a right to protest. I understand that. But when it turns violent, when it turns ugly, when people are getting, you know, fights with cops and... Uh, you know, they're getting into, you know, they're getting all getting arrested and they're doing crazy shit and they're breaking shit. You cannot encourage this kind of behavior. Sorry, it doesn't matter what the protest is about. It doesn't matter if it's about George Floyd or it's about the Capitol Hill or whatever. You can protest. We understand. What you can't do is break shit and vandalize other people's property. I'm sorry, you cannot encourage this kind of behavior. And what these people did, yeah, they'll... You know, they wanted to protest at the start, but then look what fucking happened. You can't encourage that behavior, sorry. I don't care what you're fucking protesting about. And I, I you know, I got into an argument. Not an argument, it's more, more of a debate. I'm not going to say with who, but I got into a debate with someone close to me. Um, and they were saying, like, you know, sometimes rights are needed because sometimes a simple message through a protest isn't enough. Sometimes you got to turn violent to get a message through. Okay, <clears throat> let's talk. Let's talk. I mean, let's let's dissect that. There's a great man out there who is the author and creator of Dilbert. His name's Scott Adams. Now you might not agree with his politics. Whatever you think about him is what you think about him. But I'm gonna be honest with you. He's a really fucking smart guy. Really, really smart guy. And I really like him. I don't agree with him on everything, but I really like what he has to say about a lot of things when it comes to world, the issues in the world, right? He has a great saying, which he took from persuasion and sales technique, where he was talking about the George Floyd protest. And he said, have you ever heard of the phrase selling past the clothes? Let me break it down for you. Selling past the clothes is when you 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 make you want to make a sale. You want to sell something, right? You're a salesman. You want to sell something. You finally sell it to them. But, but when you sell past the clothes, what are you doing? You keep insisting. You keep overselling it. You overdo it, and it gets to a point when you where you turn the buyer off. 
because you've spoken too much, you've done too much. You made the sale, shut up, and don't say anything else. Don't do anything else that is going to fuck up the deal. Now, let's look at it through the context of what Scott Adams was saying about the George Floyd protests. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm going to link it back to this. So, what was the sale when it came to George Floyd? Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd, murdered him. What was the sale? White America, do you see how bad things are? And we didn't see, but when we saw that video and 98% of humanity, you know, was so heartbroken by that because everyone has empathy and they want to help. They just want to fucking help and they want to bring change. So they felt something inside when they saw that video, right? So... That was the sale. White America, do you see how bad things have gone? We went, nah, but let's do something about it. You made the fucking sale. You made the sale. Congratulations. People want to help. People want to do shit. Now, what did you do after that? You protested. Okay. Protests, protests are good. Protests are fine. Keep hammering that one point. You weren't overselling anything else just yet? Protests. Protests, good. Alright. Fine. That's good. Do you know what the dumbest fucking thing that you could do? And I'm repeating what Scott Adams says is, but I can't say it any better myself. Do you know what the dumbest thing that you could do is? Burn and loot the shit of the people that agree with you. You made the sale. So what did you do? You decided to loot and riot in the streets across the country and cause millions, if not billions, of property damage. The rage is understandable, but you made the sale. And that's a very unpopular opinion, but protests are good. You made the sale with the video. You protested. That's a good thing. All right, we everyone supports you. When you start looting and burning and smashing shit, that's when you lose support. Sorry, I just burped. But that's when you lose support. Obviously, change was made. Derek went to fucking jail, thank God. But people aren't going to forget that. Business owners aren't going to forget that. Employers aren't going to forget that. A lot of America aren't going to forget that, especially during an an economic recession and during a global pandemic. Okay? You can't encourage this kind of behavior. And then when something happens at Capitol Hill, what happened? They thought election fraud was going on. They protested being like, we want to recount, do the ballots again. Arizona, there's something wrong with that order. Do it again. You know, it it was possible they were going to do it again. Then what did you fucking do? You raided the capital like a pack of fucking morons. Idiots. Idiots. You could have you could have nearly gotten what you wanted, but no, what did you do? You had to, you know, raid Capitol Hill just to make sure there weren't fucking T-Rexes and Nancy Pelosi eating fucking children with Chuck Schumer. That's what you did. You nearly had it. You could have had it. You could have done a recount. You could have gotten the Supreme Court involved. But no, what did you do? You fucking raided it. 
You can't encourage that kind of behavior. You can protest. You can protest. What you can't do is start writing. And then people compare the two being like, hmm, and Tim Dillon brought this up, by the way. Fucking great, great analogy where it's like, it's like you're at a restaurant picking the apocalypse. He said it amazingly where it's like, hmm, you like that kind of right? I like that kind of right. You know, and he, that was the best way to, I, I'm just repeating what he's saying because he's so fucking smart. I love him, but it's true. It's like you can't compare what one's more suitable to your tribe. You can't pick and choose. When people break the law, they break the fucking law. I don't understand how childish this entire Western civilization has become. I don't understand this. And yeah, obviously, everyone's against these protesters, so you know, but still, like, it doesn't, like, the point is, it's the principle. You can't encourage this kind of behavior. You can't. Or, you know, like, it, it, it's, it, it's out of line. I'm sorry. Like, you know, but at the same time, you gotta understand that most of these people are fucking angry. They're, they've lost everything. They've got nothing left. Take a man's livelihood away is akin to killing him. So yeah, I'm not saying what they did was smart. I do not support them. I, you know, I made jokes about him on TikTok. 5,000 views, 4,500 views, something like that. You know, don't mean just to talk about the views, man. But, you know, just had to say it. But you get my point. <clears throat> you get my point. What they did, don't support it. But at the same time, it's not as simple as you think. It's not simple. God. Jesus Christ. You know, it's just... Right. Okay. Here's something else that I'm not allowed to say. God, really getting controversial today, but I'm going to say it anyway. Stop snitching. Enough with the snitching. 10,000 calls? 10,000. Oh, God. Now I'm really going to get downvoted. Um, okay. Listen. Oh, God. Oh. I'm doing that old God shit because of two reasons. One, it pisses me off. And two, not everyone is going to love what I have to say. But... You gotta stop snit. I know people who, you know, you look, look, guys. I understand. I know what you're trying to do. You, you just have to stop snitching. All right, enough with the snitching. You just, you're in a lockdown. You're bored. You've watched every ninety sitcom possible. You've run out of Addison Rae TikToks to watch. Shut the fuck up, Abby Chatfield. You're not J. Edgar Hoover. You're not a detective. You recap Bachelor episodes and whip people up into an emotional frenzy because that guy who looks like a hammerhead shark rejected some blonde that nobody gives a fuck about. You know, I'm a little sick of people pretending that there's some moral crusader and they're always showing off about it. Like, look, I'll be honest. I know two people, two friends of mine who went to this thing. Two of them. And they're great people. I don't agree with them. I don't like what they did. But am I going to rat them out to the cops because they did one bad thing? Am I going to go and call the cops on them? No. 
I don't agree with what they did, you know, and if I see them again, when I see them again, I'm just going to be like, hey, look, like, why did you think that was a good idea? Explain to, and I'm not, I'm just, I'm just going to discuss with them and be like, hey, I'm mean, somebody, I don't want to even lecture anyone, but even if I see them and we talk about it, I'll be like, hey, explain to me why you thought that was a good idea. Why did you think that was the right thing to do? Just want to know. You talk to him. What am I going to do? Get the cops knocking on their door? Stop snitching. You've got to live in a society where you just have to you just have to accept that people are going to think and do things differently than you do. The the fucking, you know, the person who pours you a beer in Newtown, what's he thinking in his mind? He's probably an anarchist. Thinking, fuck the police. De- de- abolish the police. All that shit. Thinking this crazy stuff. And then, you go out to God knows where. You go out to you know Bondi, to Vaucluse, and go to some nice fine dining restaurant. And that restaurant manager would probably be comfortable with fascism. Being like, yeah, if there was a law written in tomorrow and I could be in power, yeah, I'd, you know, put people in concentration camps. There are people out there in society who think differently than you do in fucked up ways and you've just got to accept that. Alright, the person who... You know, hey, <clears throat> Israel Falatu, whatever his fucking name is, you know, that rugby player who looks like a horse. Um, that guy, he wants gays to be burnt in hell. You know, for a long time, nobody knew that. Everyone thought, oh, he's got such a nice smile and he passes the booty so well, all right? He thought differently. That fucking, you know, you go to, where else? You go to a mechanic. You go to a mechanic to get your car fixed. Who knows what your mechanic thinks in his head? He probably wants, you know, Adolf Hitler to be resurrected. You don't know. It's like, hey, yeah, I just want to get the, um... I think the tires, something's wrong with the tiles. Yeah, yeah, that's, yep, great. Um, thanks, I, I know Hitler was great. Anyway, so that's that's what I want. You know, they, they, people just think differently. Or you go to get, you know, <clears throat> an ice cream in Newtown, and you're probably just like, hey, yeah, can I get the, the, the chocolate chip with sprinkles? Yep, yeah, um, all the way, comrade. Yeah, I miss Joseph Stalin too. Like, you, you don't know who you're mixing with. Jesus, I mean, like, people snitching, it's like, you, you got, why not just talk to your friends? Why not talk to them? Can you imagine being Abby Chatfield's friend? Like, you're some hospital worker or some small business owner, and you talk to her being all like, hey, Jesus, man, like, I'm really struggling. I don't know what I'm going to eat, or I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. I'm fucked. And then she responds in the dumbest way possible. You just gotta stay positive. Look up, hun. You know, you should follow this Instagram page that posts daily quotes about positivity. And you're like, fuck this. I can't take it anymore. And you go out to protest because you feel so fucked over. And you realize your mistake. And go home to only find out that Abby Chatfield calls the cops on you. And you won't, and she won't even speak to you again. You go into the clink and you're hanging out with some meth heads who inject crack into their eyeballs and, and, and throw Chinese people into bonfires. Thanks, Abby. And I'm not shitting on self-help. I'm not. But, you know, like, you get my point. You get my point. You know. 
God, and there's this other broad on Instagram who I know uh, that never stops virtue signaling and sharing his clickbait blog post about this is the COVID cases today. Or, you know, oh, it's junkie sharing all daily Oz, sharing, you know, oh, this is in the news today. This is what you should know about. Thanks. Cheers. It's not like I have fucking Google. You know, she she said she 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 makes a post, right? And I shit you not, she makes a story being like, let's bomb these protesters. Fuck them. Bomb them. Yeah, bomb them. I got a better idea. How about we just put a suicide vest around you and you just with strapped with C4. Let's put a suicide vest on you. We'll put some C4 around you and you just run into the crowd and go low up bar on these bitches. Take one for the team. Let's see how that fucking ends. Like you know how to fucking take life. You know, these are the kind of people who would scream, Yeah, Queen, if they knew Hillary Clinton was bombing a Syrian family just because she's a woman. That's how deluded these people are. You know, last year, you screamed, fuck the police, and let's defund them. And, you know, you have fun with that. Let's defund the police in Australia. If you're living in Blacktown, have fun with that shit. And now, you applaud all the cops being like, oh, they're so brave, we'd be so lost without them. Pick one! You can't have both whenever it's convenient to your narcissism. Do you want to turn this place into Portland? Apparently so. You know, none of you people don't have, no one, so many people on social media, they don't have opinions. They don't have beliefs. Everything you, everything you think that you think is a lie. You know why? Because you're just a mouthpiece for social media trends. You don't actually believe in anything. You just repost, retweet, fucking gram whatever's trending on Twitter about politics because you're a political prostitute. Like, you know, you just... Oh, God. You know, if Clementine Ford told you that the 9-11 hijackers were heroes, you'd be fucking twerking to the Saudi Arabia National Anthem on TikTok. It's how easy you are to manipulate. Then, then you have the other side of this freak show. God. The anti-lockdown people, you know, and the, the freedom fighters or the, 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 the retards with Twitter accounts, whatever we want to call them, who pretend that they were at the protest. Yeah, I was at the protest. I tweeted from my iPhone. They thought that they were actually fighting the power behind an iPhone when in reality you were just a little bit too scared to actually go out there and punch your horse. Be a man, crack a horse right in its fucking jaw, alright? Don't tweet from your iPhone. You're being a bitch. God. I've really had enough today, people. I've had enough. I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm this close to blowing up. I already have blown up. You get my, get my point. I've had enough. I think, honestly, the reaction to these protests pissed me off more than the protests themselves. They're just anti-vaxxers. They just, they, they just don't like Bill Gates. And they think Bill Gates can control their life. Yeah, how about we just bomb them? Shut the fuck up. You're not bombing anyone. You wouldn't know how to take a life. And if you did take a life, you'd be shitting your pants, shaking in a ball, crying for your mum. Alright? You don't enough... 
These people who think they're so heroic. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share an article from the Daily Oz, you know, about the protests, and I'm gonna tell people that you know I'm doing this by staying at home, and I'm so fucking heroic. No one gives a shit. And to those other people on the other side, being like, "Yeah, brother, fight the power, man. Go out there and take out the government because they are bad." You people are full of shit as well, okay? All of you. On, on, with your fucking iPhones and your Twitter accounts, you make me ashamed to be on social media sometimes. I swear to God, I've, I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm done. I'm done. Fuck, I'm out of water. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. One of these days, one of these days, I'm gonna have a fucking heart attack. I swear to God. <sighs> Can you just give me a sec? I'm gonna get some more water. I'll be back. Don't go nowhere. Sorry about that. Um, okay. I just had to get a glass of water because I just screamed my fucking ass off. Mm. Finger licking good. Um, okay. Let's do it. Now, let's move on to something <sighs> a lot more rational. A lot more karma, if you will. Breathe through the nose, out through the mouth, that kind of topic. Ooh, don't want to touch anything spicy anymore. You get my point. You get my point. Ah. So, make one more final note. Ha oh, ha, you thought I was going to let you off the hook. No, sir, it's not going to fucking happen, is it? Um, one more note. <clears throat> You're not heroes. I'm not a hero. You're not a hero. We all just got an opinion and we want to share it. But sometimes you just have to remember that the world isn't so simple. Okay? Great. Breathe in with me, people. Big smile. That's nice. Okay. Let's move on. Alright. <clears throat> now. <laughs> Carly Soderstrom is in a bit of trouble. Let's look up little Carly. I Carly. Hello. You were you're you're watching I Carly. I live with my brother Spencer. Great Steve! Um where is it? Uh, let's risk inside energy. Jeez, I need a fucking vape after that rant. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I asked a bunch of people, even people in my family, some of my friends, I'm like, do you know who this Carly Soderstrom chick is? 
And they're all like, no, who's that? My family are from Australia. I don't know why I'm giving them southern accents, but, you know. Um, <clears throat> they don't know who she is, but I do, because I'm on the internet too much. Seeing people say dumb shit. You know, I've, and I've never said anything dumb before, have I? No, never. Um, I'm never wrong. Uh... In case you don't know, that's a joke, because I know people are like, you're always fucking wrong. It's, it's called fucking sarcasm, dude. Anyway, um, I'm going to give you a bit of a brief, because I find this situation very interesting. The Turquay, Torquay, Turquay, Torquay, that's an unfortunate name. The Torquay-based photographer amassed a large following by posting outspoken social media content which slams state government lockdowns destroying small business in mid-July her video about the impact of the fifth number five Victorian lockdown went viral leading to a TV interview with Nines Today show here's a few quotes from her now deleted video why did you delete the video we could have watched it god damn it Carly you're fucking up the show I've never asked for a handout and here I am on my knees begging for someone to listen to me our country is pushing me into fucking bankruptcy. That's what she said. I'm not adding the swear word. And meanwhile, half the country is just fucking watching. I'm not adding these swear words, so don't get mad at me. These businesses have nothing left. We don't have any fucking cash. We don't have any savings. We can't afford to keep paying our staff. There is no money. God damn them. God damn these people. Jokes aside, I think we can all agree that, yeah, there is there is a problem with that. There is a massive problem with small business in this country at the moment with the lockdowns. We can all agree on that. By the sounds of it, you're all listening to this being like, Ben, what's the problem? You, you don't su you don't support small business? What? You like lockdowns? You like licking the boot, you, bo you boot licker? Can we stop with that buzzword on the internet? You're a boot licker. Shut up. Just stop. Stop, alright? I know I know. you see words on Twitter and you, you, you put them together like Lou being like, If I put this word together and I say it, it forms sentence. Um, no, that's not how it works. Alright, stop using these stupid terms like bootlicker. Like, it's so easy to throw a fucking cheap generic label on people and it's really... Annoying. Enough with the term bootlicker. Just because people stay inside doesn't mean they're a bootlicker. Okay? They're just following the rules. And just because people follow rules and they don't have a fucking Twitter account being like, I'm oh, anti-government, doesn't mean they're a bootlicker. Just... Oh, God. I've had enough today, people. I've had enough. Anyway, let's carry on. Um, a stranger to SodaStrom... SodaStrom... Strom... SodaStrom... What is with all these unfortunate last names? Turquoise, Sodastrom. Can we not, can we stop with these like, I'ma call my little girl Khaleesi from Game of Thrones because I like to sit around and watch TV. Can we stop with these names being like, her name is Liza or her name is Flower or her name is Chestnut. Or his name is Wolf. Or some of these stupid, stupid names. What happened to John? Or Harvey? Or Phil? What happened to those names? Go back, 
Can we, have, can we go back to the days where people were just like, yeah, here you going, mate? This is uh, this is me son, Keith, and this is me other son, Warren. Yeah, the good boys. Can we just go back to that? What are, what's all these names being like, yeah, I uh, did some acid and I fucked some Mexican photographer. And yeah, we uh, through that, we came up with some baby names. <laughs> so fucking exotic. Enough. Anyway, on with it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> going off today. A stranger to SodaStrom saw the video and launched a GoFundMe campaign to help the struggling photographer. And in less than a week, the Carl's J Soda Relief Fund, dumb names, keep it simple, Jesus Christ, raised over 60k. Alright. Sounds alright. You know, a bit weird to give one person 60k when there's a fuckload of other people who run businesses. Whatever. No, no, no harm, no foul. I'll get to that point later. Um, while the campaign was active, SodaStrom, listed as the campaign beneficiary, posted an update stating plans to split the money with sole traders whose lives were, were also in turmoil. That's nice. Okay. It has, I'm going to have to read a lot here, so I'm going to power through this. Uh, it has since been revealed that SodaStrom's last business venture, an activewear company called 2159, went to liquidation pre-pandemic with over $400,000 in debt. Unsecured creditors are owed $386,000, including one man who was left $220K out of pocket by the failed company. The ATO was also owed $65K. ASIC, ASIC documents show the liquidator, PCI partners, suspect SodaStrom, the sole operator, was likely trading while insolvent. But this cannot be proved without being handed the books. Given the 2159 online shop is currently still active, it appears the business is still trading in some form. Uh, and this information was unearthed by Josh Reed Jones, an entrepreneur. Who had to say about who had this to say about SodaStrom in a video? Um, the person claiming to be the representative of small business, the everyman and freedom, and all those all these sorts of things, is also the person who has wound up a company uh, while owing 400k. He said just at the beginning of 2020, as we go into one of the most challenging economic periods for a lot of families, individuals, and small businesses. Then after that has gone and bought new equipment, set up a home, sorry, set up a studio at home and gone on holidays after liquidating a company that was unable to pay the people or companies that it had been purchasing things from to the tune of 400k and then asked for money from people who out of the goodness of their hearts have reached into their pockets and contributed. I just think that there are so many people, so many places that would benefit from that. That's what I said. Anyway, carrying the fuck on. Soda Strong claims on Instagram that 2159... 20, Could you just keep the fucking... Names! Keep them simple! What's with these... Anyway, I've, I've said that. Uh, <clears throat> carrying on. Uh, Soda Strong claims on Instagram that 2159 blew up kind of overnight and I had a wild ride for eight years. I closed the company just as the just as the pandemic hit after very much falling out of love with my industry and looking for something else that made me want to get out of bed in the morning. Preach it, sister. Uh, been there, done that. Um, she then became a self-taught professional photographer who apparently taught herself the ropes by shooting her own business products and then watching YouTube videos. 
Alright, this is nearly over, I swear to God. <clears throat> Uh, when the pandemic hit, I took a huge risk and took 10k out of my superannuation to build a photography studio in my own home. Turns out that was the best decision I could have made as Melbourne went into nine months of lockdowns. I connected with businesses around Australia and started refining my craft. Today, I work as a commercial photographer. Um, okay, is there anything else worth reading out? Oh, fucking hell. I swear to God, this is nearly done. It's going to be a long one today. Jesus Christ. There's just too much to talk about. Um, right. While Sodastrom's Instagram sometimes promote her, promotes her photography and a new apparel venture, most traction comes from her politically charged post about lockdowns destroying small business. Ooh. You know if someone's got a nose piercing... And they got that kind of hair. You know they're going to be at the protest being like, I ain't taking Bill Gates' vaccine. I'm not becoming a Microsoft slave. Um, okay. The, the fine folks at a current affair. Um, all right. You know what? I've got something better. We're going to go to a current affair and we're going to watch it. And I'm going to keep it up on the screen. Uh, for everyone listening, you'll be able to hear it. I saw this. I can't believe I didn't put this in the fucking planning document for the podcast. Damn it. Yeah, what, what, is there a new one? Yeah, this is it, this is it, this is it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, peeps, we're gonna watch this. Gather round, children. It's movie night. Alright. Carly Soderstrom's in a spot of bother. During Victoria's... Good old Tracy Grimshaw bringing the news. COVID if she goes as a journalist, this country's fucked. Down, she went viral on TV and social media as a struggling small business owner. Oh shit, hold up. Oh, wait. So yeah, hold up. Hold on, I'm just gonna get screen recorder on. God damn it, I'm not prepared today. Anyway, yeah, so that's what happened. She went viral on Twitter, she went nuts. Um, she went absolutely insane, everyone supported her, and fair enough, you know. Um, I think it's good when people, you know, raise awareness for stuff. And they bring attention to it. And I think it's a good thing, but there's more than meets the R. So, hit capture. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to get this. Anyway, yeah. Y y y I'm just trying to record the screen so I don't have to. I don't have to worry about this later. Is this is this recording? It's recording. Don't. Ah, oh, sweet. Let's carry on. Sorry, guys. I'm really sorry about that. Let's carry on. Sorry. Carly Soderstrom's in a spot of bother. During Victoria's COVID lockdown, she went viral on TV and social media as a struggling small business owner. In the process, a GoFundMe page was set up for her, raising thousands of dollars. Tonight, there are serious questions being raised about Carly and the cash. These businesses have nothing left. We don't have any cash. We don't have any savings. We can't afford to keep paying our staff. There is no money. Carly Soderstrom created a name for herself, a crusader for struggling small businesses. My own country is pushing me into Carly has been good enough to join us live from Torquay this morning. You know it's going to go downhill when you appear on the Today Show. You just know. 
But the attention she's lapped up has backfired in a big way. Oh god. Are people saying death threats, telling me to kill myself. Oh Jesus. Telling me that I'm a fraud, telling me that I'm a scammer, <laughs> telling me that everything I've done is a lie. Now those who know Carly are wanting to tell a very <clears throat> different story. So this person that is claiming to be the representative of small business and the everyman and uh, freedom and all of these sorts of things is also the person that has wound up a company while owing $400,000. People just need to be wary before blindly believing somebody's sob story. Yeah, I think she's a pathological liar. Shit. Brittany Hayes says she loaned Carly $10,000 to help her the latest clothing label, Kobe. Oh, God. Trusting her friend would pay it back as agreed by June 2020. <sighs> At that point, I felt like I was in too deep say no and especially when you have someone saying you know it's their dream um and all they need is a little bit of help to get them so we lent her the money she did a Kobe hoodie release which was about 180 dollars i think the hoodie and no one saw their hoodie since okay <clears throat> she's been on the today show she's trying to start a clothing label you know this is just going to turn into a fucking disaster Taking that money out of her own mortgage. Oh god. That's a lie. By Carly's story, a complete stranger set up a GoFundMe page, calling it her relief fund. Donations came in thick and fast. All up, $61,119 was raised. The beneficiary listed as Carly, who withdrew the lot. I rang the CEO of GoFundMe in Australia yesterday, Nicola, and we discussed what was going on. And the money did clear today. It's just sitting in an account. I haven't touched it. I don't want to touch in it. In your account? Yes. You don't want it? No, it's terrifying me. Well, <clears throat> you know Uber Eats are doing a few deals right now, so hey. 30 bucks ain't gonna hurt, you know what I'm saying? There's meatballs with the anchovies pizza. You, you know harm, no harm, no foul. You know what I'm saying? Take take 30 bucks out. Treat yourself. Treat yourself, that's girl. Brittany revealing Carly dipped into the funds this morning. At 8.31 this morning. See? I told you she was getting her breaks. I got a remittance saying that she had transferred being $10,000. Oh. And I said to her, as soon as I was, I was in a position, I would give it back to her. And today I did. I, I got the GoFundMe. She's the only person that's got the money. So you've used the GoFundMe money to pay her back, not your own money. Well, she sent me a threatening letter. So yeah, and you guys seem to know about it. You said you didn't want the GoFundMe. I don't want it. I don't know what to do, Lexi. Well, why did you Can we just it? stop? Can we just stop? You really scared me. I, don't, I didn't know that. You, put, you just put that on me. Brittany's meant to be a friend of mine. That's fine, but that this is one of the reasons people are upset about what's transpired because some people say you do owe them money. So I'm just putting to you their claims yeah. and, and you can respond however you would like. You're really scaring me. Please, please, I don't want this to be any worse. I, I, do you want to take a moment? Yeah, I do. Take a moment. Take a moment. She's really in touch with their emotions. We've Fuck. spoken to a number of other people today who claim to have had similar dealings with Carly. One gym manager tells us Carly owes more than $100,000, money she used to go on a trip to the US. Another claims Carly agreed to pay athletes $1,000 per week to promote her products oh online. But after a few weeks, the money stopped coming. <sighs> Do you owe any people money currently? I don't believe so. I, I, if not to my knowledge. Carly is so... Alright. I can stop. Okay. So, <clears throat> right, now, 
I don't like it when people are smeared. Whenever they're abused in the media without all the facts available. You know what I'm saying? And nowadays, people jump to conclusions very quickly. We enjoy a villain. We feel good whenever we've defeated someone. It's just... It's human nature. What are you going to do about it? And Carly has had quite the roller coaster over the past two weeks. She went from national sensation that everyone felt sorry for, uh, and now she's in a whole heap of shit. Um, with that said... It's not great when you have multiple businesses who worked with you accusing you of being a grifter. It's not good, doesn't help. And this chick is either being real and we're wrong, or she's an incredibly gifted actor who's out of work right now because the government hates the arts sector. Could be one of those two. Personally, I'm leaning towards she's out of work as an actor. You know, the theatre ain't open right now. Things happen. you got to fucking hustle. We get it. <clears throat> now look, <clears throat> I don't know the entire truth. But so far, Carly has become the Osama Bin Laden of Australia. And I'm not going to get into the business analytics of it all. I'm not a businessman like Don King who exploits black men for their talents and leaves them homeless. I don't know the numbers, sorry. Right? But she was already in debt. $400,000! What did you do to get yourself in $400,000 of debt? Kill someone? Did you hire a hitman to take out another photographer because their client was a popular thought on Instagram? There are plenty of other ladies on IG. Go scam them. What are they going to do? Go scam those fitness influencers in Bondi who, you know, pose in Speedos. They're easy. And she's like, you know, I'm the, I'm the, every, I'm the everyday gal who's fighting for small business. Listen, you know who else thought that way? Dick Cheney. He thought he was the everyday man too, you know? Maybe Carly has a point. She represents small business. A woman who, you know, scammed and hustled many people. And now she's winded up in shitloads of debt. And she sees herself as the local hero. Dick Cheney saw himself as the average American. He loved killing Muslims and he got hard over oil. It's pretty relatable. You know, <clears throat> here's the thing. We go on Instagram, we go on Facebook, we go on the Twitters, we go on the Facebooks, wherever it is you go, we see a video of someone crying and our heart goes out to them, and it's because we're empathetic people. Makes sense, right? Um, but listen, smart, savvy con men or con women, they really know how to play the game of manipulation. They see tough times as a way to get ahead and they capitalize off of emotion. It's evil. It's evil genius. It's smart. And she's a smart woman. I mean, look, Carly can access all of her emotions and get people into her world. And, you know, she can make a buck. Why isn't she working at ExxonMobil? That's what happened. Dude, did you see the tears? She's talented, man. She knows how to bring the fucking waterworks. That 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 is something I gotta. It's 
it's it's it's a, it's a talent, isn't it? You know, Nicole Flynn. <clears throat> you want to leg up to get people to support your pursuit of destroying Aboriginal Aboriginal land rights? Look no further than your gal Carly. She's someone you should look up to. And look, <clears throat> I gotta say. You know, anyone who's given money to someone so they can start a clothing line where they're going to charge nearly $200 for a hoodie that looks like it was made from 2006. I mean, you know, like, this is my dream. You don't understand. These are all bad signs. This is not good. It's not. Hey, take out parts of your mortgage. Help fund my dream. I'm going to give... The fashion world, a new taste of Carly. This is my dream. I'm gonna, you know, get into their hearts and their minds and their soul with the glitter bone on a white hoodie that looks like it came from 2005. It's not good. It's not good signs. Give me your mortgage so I can do that. It's not good. Alright, think about it. Let's look at history. There's a pattern. We got history books, people. You know, the, every kid. And Vaucluse, you know, thinks they're making the next line of Yeezys, but they end up with the cocaine habit. It's a path of destruction. It doesn't end well. And, you know, she turned off the comments, you know, because she released a statement being like, it's not true. I didn't do this. It's not my fault. I'm the victim. <clears throat> Believe me. Give me money. No, look. Look, I just got to... I don't, I don't know. Whatever your thoughts on it, I think we can all agree. Turning off Instagram comments... After you've been exposed, I mean, look, what's, it's not really going to do much. People are still going to make YouTube videos and tweet about it. But hey, speak your case. Speak your case. Prove us wrong. I'm not saying you, you have to fight for your right to party. You're going to fight for your right. We get it. <clears throat> but you turning off your comments, that's not, it's not great, you know? So yeah, I, Carly Soderstrom, man. Did she do it? Is she a liar or is she misunderstood? When you have proper business people coming out who know money, who know how business works, who have worked with this girl before, it's probably going to go with them over what some photographer who wants to, you know, oppose the... I, I, I'm more going with the business people. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't trust... Someone who cries into a camera and then, you know, who's in all this debt. It's just... Look, if she wasn't starting a clothing line and borrowing people's mortgages to do so, I'd be still divided on the issue, but I'm leaning towards the business people. You know? It's not great. It's not great. It's not great. It's not a good look. Yeah. <clears throat> God. Well... We had fun today, didn't we? Had a lot of fun. I nearly had a heart attack of rage. I had to take a break to get some water. Was, you know, technical issues. And yeah, I'm probably going to get in trouble for some of the thoughts that I had on the protests. I just need to reiterate what I said. I'm not supporting what they did. I thought that what they did was dumb. But for the reasons they did it, it's not so simple. It's not... It's a lot more complicated, but, you know, oh, I've already spoken my piece. I can't be fucked to get into another rant. With that said, <clears throat> I'll see y'all 
next Sunday. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for watching YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Every Sunday, we're always here. We're always delivering the goods. Double N Ben, Mondays, Fridays. It's getting real spicy. Thank you to everyone who supports the show. Thank you to everyone who watches, listens. We love you for it, you know. Um, and we will always be here every Sunday to do, uh, to deliver the goods. All right, I'm done now. You guys have yourself a good Sunday, you know. Stay safe during this lockdown. Keep it real. And just don't, please, please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Don't let the bad bitches bring you down. All right, I love you all. Goodbye.